0: I'm Dr. Nancy, and I'm here today with Dr. Yip to talk about a very interesting topic today, brain mapping. So she's going to let us know what that is. Um, but first, I want her to introduce herself to you. So welcome, Dr. Yip. You want to tell everybody about, a little bit about your background? Thank you for having me.
1: I graduated with PhD from University of Newcastle, Australia. Thereafter, i joined Eli Lilly and company and did research in neuropharmacology. So worked on Symbolta in a team. Uh-huh. And after that, I went to Boston University and still working as a researcher, looking at the brain. And these, I have went from animal models, that means rat brain, into human post-mortem. And the work that I did with uh, Dr. Blatt and uh, Dr. Bowman and Kemper are on the circuitry in the brain that is affected by autism. So basically, we just took postmortem samples of autistic versus normal brain and look at the difference. And um, we look at some genetic markers and have shown that there are some second messenger transcriptional changes in brains of autistic individuals. Now, during that time, My nephew was diagnosed with autism. He's nonverbal. He is aggressive. He's not aggressive anymore, but he's Mm -hmm. still nonverbal. And I became very interested in the treatment side of things. So I went ahead and became board certified. I'm a board certified behavior analyst. Mm -hmm. And this allowed me to do autism treatment. It's a recognized gold standard treatment now one of the things that i found was that as i work with the clinical population is that a lot of parents came to me with not only autism all kinds of problems in their children behavior problems defiance emotional you know meltdowns and learning problems and i thought that you know what i have studied for By that time, decades, took me a while to finish my PhD. It's my fault, but uh, it took me a while to understand the circuitry of the brain. And there's a lot out there. There's a lot. (laughs) We can catalog a lot in a positive way. So I thought, why don't I use existing technology that has been FDA approved, right? that, That is available to capture brainwave information. So I use the QEEG. It's available while reinvent the wheel. And I combine that with my knowledge of brain circuitry. So I now have two businesses. One is called Indiana Brain Mapping. And uh, with that, I specialize in looking at circuitry that's disturbed. So basically QEEG information is fed into a program, And then uh, we then analyze it based on circuitry information. And we're able to tell the extent of deviation from norm in any area of brain functioning. For example, let's say a kid has attention problem. How bad is it? I can tell from the brain map. Or let's say a kid is not paying attention, but the uh, medication that's been prescribed is not working. Well, you know what? If you look into their brain, it's not the problem with the medication. The underlying problem with the attention deficit is not classical attention deficit per se, but it has something to do with anxiety. So they are not perceiving the instruction properly. All they see is their anxiety and uh, they are into fight and flight. We are able to tell that from the brain mapping. So combined with the behavior analysis side of things, I then come up with um, a treatment plan for the parents. So for example, this kid has anxiety, let's look at where it is in the circuitry. Is it amygdala over activation? In that case, bring it down, help with coping, make it, deliver it in a way that is friendly, that is fun, that is reinforcing, And then we also measure attention span. Is attention span five minutes, less than five minutes? If it is two minutes, good. We're going to present information in two-minute bite size, uh, which is what we call advertising anyway. So (laughs) we will do that, and then the kid will go and, you know, do what they like, and then they come back. And when we combine a behavior protocol with medication, in fact, we are able to achieve greater effectiveness. And a lot of parents tell me that they don't feel comfortable putting their young child, sometimes they can be as young as three years old, on psych meds. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. these psych meds have not gone through the uh, whole, you know, we are not supposed to test drugs on children. Right. So when the, the pharmaceutical company that does drug testing, they actually do not test it on children is tested on adults and we know the brain of adult and children are different. Mm-hmm. So we also do not have information on long-term usage of those drugs, especially heavy-duty drugs like antipsychotic medication. And I understand the reservation and uh, what I tend to do is to measure brain activity. So let's say you are on drug X, okay? After six months, what does the brain look like? And uh, so we are going to combine that with some kind of behavior protocol and we will change it. And if that's meltdown, meltdown, look at what triggers it and help the client deal with that better. So my model works best with collaboration with other disciplines and uh, the psychologists, the counselors, chiropractors, because each uh, discipline offers something. At the end of the day, it all comes back to the organ of the brain, because Mm -hmm. we do all our thinking and personality development through the brain. So the end point is that piece of flesh, which is three pounds in the body. And it's a very important piece of flesh because uh, you lose it. um, You don't it can grow back to some extent, but, uh, you know, it's very well, uh, what do you call that balance? Mm-hmm. So we really need to take care of it. That's my message to everybody. So we need to understand how it impacts the brain. And um, I would like to propose a more a rational way of, well, because I come from Neuropharmacology, which means drugs, right? Psych meds. Yeah. And I am not against psych meds. I am for using psych meds in a rational way and measuring the impact on the brain. That's it in the bottom line. And currently, I'm developing an app to allow me to collaborate better with other disciplines. So the app will be whatever. Since I'm a scientist, I like data. And uh, so I would like the parents to collect data on their phone to make it really easy for them. It will be analyzed automatically for them via a website. So other professionals who work with them can then key in what they have done. That way, we can rationally look at the effects of all these interventions on their growth. So I hope this is not too complicated, but no. that's what I do in a nutshell. In other words, to make it simple, I am a data-driven person. Mm-hmm. I measure brain activity and I use the modality, of course, that I'm qualified in, which is behavior analysis. But I do reach out to other professionals to collaborate. And then I hope that these collaboration, right, will impact, will have good impact on brain on development, which we can really
0: measure those outcomes. So do you um, do you measure with electrodes on the head? Is that how do you do the brain mapping? Yep, electrodes on the head. It's okay. easy.
1: They put a cap on the head and uh, it's non-invasive. Basically, uh, you know, you just wear a shower cap mm-hmm. and I have to put gels through the holes because I have to make the contact with the scalp it's electrical signals and then uh, that get connected to an amplifier and the amplifier goes to a computer for analysis that's all and all they have to do is sit there for 10 20 minutes
0: okay that's hard yeah. to do for an ADHD kid
1: <laughs> right. well, we actually train them up if they need to okay we do have a protocol that can train them up
0: okay. so do you, since you've been doing brain mapping have you seen a pattern of part of the brain that's getting affected the most.
1: Yes. Um, well, so most of the clients that come to see me have autism,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the pattern that I see most is the social integration area, parietal lobe, okay. the higher integration centers, and they tend to be hit when um, with you know when wiring is mm-hmm. obstructed. So you can see it as difficulty adjusting to life. People tell them to do something, they tend to rebel or um, freeze, you know, yeah, uh, retreat. And uh, so just like getting out the door, mom and dad says, put your shoe on and uh, there's a battle and that kind of thing. Those are the social integration center. Another center that I see that's quite common It's called the default mode, and that governs the ability to assess social reality appropriately, you know? So Mm -hmm. you can see that is they not see, they are not able to tell the difference between authority. Everybody is on the same level. Sometimes not able to tell the difference between strangers and really good friends that you hug and
0: you sit on their laps and uh, that's a problem that's why there's that um some of the autistic kids or kids on the spectrum um have um space issues with people like yeah personal space Mm -hmm. personal space social cues
1: and uh, the reality perception center allow us to predict also through the software that i have i can also predict delusion though delusion is another level of danger that we need to all professionals should take caution precaution on. Because right. delusion combined with aggression is what we see in all these shooting cases. Right. So it is possible for us to intervene before it gets to us you know, a level that we don't want to happen before right. tragedy
0: strikes. It is possible. And that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, that you can make a map it out and find where the issue is. That's Great, a great tool. What ages do you start with this? Well, actually, I can,
1: as long as I can put a cap on people and they're willing to wear it for at least 10 minutes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can measure it. I mean, I've measured infant. Okay. I can get custom cap made for the head size. So basically, from infancy to 82, because our database only goes up to 82.
0: Okay. So would it be a benefit for a mom to maybe get their infant just brain mapped to see how development is? is there, or do they need to have an issue um, to come well, in?
1: I don't do infant a lot. I know, I know that um, um, what is called that tough medical school in Boston and uh, the Harvard Medical School, they do have research on infant to show early biomarkers for autism. Mm-hmm. And I know they also do EEG. So that's a research thing. Okay. I tend not to look at infant and because we, I, actually there's something I would like to show you guys and uh, which is another topic that I feel like is important. is also research from the um, Harvard uh, University Child Development Research Center. So what it is, is that usually when they come to me, they are at least three. Okay. And if, and if they're not talking by three, uh, that's a red flag. Okay. And um, they should start communicating, you know, from two and
0: have some words. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else? That, I mean, great information um, that you shared with us today. Is there anything before we sign off that you want to leave our parents with? Anything you feel they should know?
1: Okay. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe I can also scan and send you this paper if you give me an email later. Okay. I feel like that's, this is the piece of research done by Harvard University. They call it the five numbers. First number. When an infant is born, um, the growth of the neurons in the brain is really fast. 700 connections per second. Okay. By the time they are two years old, okay. I don't know if you can see that. They have gone from this much to this much. Wow. By the time they are two years old. That's one number. By the time they are 18 months old, you can see the graph, right? Yes. The the the, the one that is on the top are college-educated parents, and that's a number of vocabulary that they recognize. The line at the bottom are um, working class and welfare parents. So, socioeconomic background. Oh. Predict development. Another thing, point number three, 90 to 100% chance of developmental delay when a child experiences six to seven of the adverse risk factors, which is poverty, uh, single parent, Low maternal edu- education child maltreatment and the other thing the final thing that I really want to say is early intervention early detection for every dollar that you spend in early intervention you get four to nine dollars back so you get four hundred to nine hundred percent gain and uh, do not wait until they are twelve thirteen sixteen because it's a lot harder to do anything about, right? We need, if ever you wonder that something is wrong, it's not easy to get diagnosis. A lot of people miss the criteria, which is why I do brain mapping. Again, I can measure things before behavior happens. I can measure things as early as infancy, but it's hard to predict in infancy because they are still growing. Right. Two years old is really good. Do something quickly and, by the time they've grown up, you're not going to see any difference between somebody who has autism and somebody who's typically developing. I know because I have watched it. And finally, um, I'm not expecting you guys to buy this book, but uh, this is a book that I have uh, co-authored with Dr. Michael Fitzgerald. And it is called Autism, Paradigms, Recent Research and Clinical Application. So... These are research work on clinical treatment that is
0: used in autism. Oh, great. Okay. We'll put the link in the um, comments below so that um, they can have that information as well as um, your website. Do you have a website you want to say for our podcast listeners? Yes, I have two. It's com. Okay. And... uh,
1: Autism Parent Care is one word.
0: And the other one is indianabrainmapping.com. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Dr. Yip. I really appreciate you coming on and sorry for the technical difficulty we had today, but it's um, great information. I think that everybody really needs to hear and then um, we'll get you some people uh, to get their brains mapped.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I don't just brain map uh, people with autism. I brain map anybody who
0: have brain problems, and it's not only children, also adults, so. Okay, great. Well, thank you for all the information. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.